0: The eye of the monkey Circus, don't you go and irk us, I'll shoot at your people. This is what we call a blah
1: Hello, hello, boss. How are you doing? Not, very good. How are you? Just fine
0: ah. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's what's going on? I mean, who thought there would be so much news about email?
1: You know? I mean, e- email is is the main thing in the news now. That's what people want to hear about. And that's what they want to I don't I don't about. like it. I don't no. like it.
0: I want to go away. I want to all go away. Oh, I'm going to buck up in a minute. Um, <clears throat> this is going to be a loud one.
1: We have roofers. Really? <laughs> what's going yeah. on?
0: Well, you know, uh, there's roofers, and uh, so there's a sca- there's a scaffolding. Uh, there is one of those giant orange tubes, tube, t- mm, giant orange tubes that you use to jettison detritus from the roof down oh, a tube. Oh, yeah, and um, and right outside the front door, I saw like <laughs> a leaf blower just sitting there, like like Chekhov's revolver. That's wonderful. You know, at some point there's gonna be. I don't know what what they're gonna blow with a leaf blower. Maybe they got to make sure things get down the tube. But right now it's a ground level. It's like, Oh, oh man. 15, 20 feet away. <clears throat> wow. So that'll be fun. They seem nice. It's tough. A lot of, lot, lot of roofers are crazy, at least in Florida. Roofers always had the rep.
1: We had, uh, the strangest experience with, with getting a house totally re-roofed. Mm. Uh, a wonderful experience. I still look back on it. Uh, there was, uh, there was a guy that did roofs in our neighborhood, and I don't—I don't know if he had a business. I don't know, it was just a guy. And interesting,
0: uh, like a fixer, like a little, like a local guy, like yeah. somebody. He's—he's he's off the radar screen. Maybe he's yeah. not
1: pulling all the permits, but he's making roofs happen. He was a super cool dude, uh, really nice guy, big black guy. Had one of those eyes, which is just a like white, like something happened to it. That's a
0: cool. That's a super cool look. Yeah, like, like cable.
1: Yeah, but he didn't wear a patch or anything. Had a cable eye, right? He just had a cable eye. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, come with me if you want to live, <laughs> right? And uh, he was, you know, he drove. He drove up. I forget how I got his number, but I knew he was like the guy in that area. And I called him. And these were, I these were little shoebox houses, you know, the very like what you could afford for a first house kind of thing in a in a up and coming neighborhood. And, was this
0: uh, Orlando yes, Metro? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, it was what's called Colonial Town for our listeners who have been to Orlando, mm. uh, Illinois Street. Mm. And he, uh, he he drove up went at, at the appointed time, and he was in this old brown beat-up pickup truck, and he pulled a ladder out of it. He barely said a word to me, leaned the ladder up against the house, climbed up on the roof, lit a cigar— and walked around up there, came back down and said, and gave me a price, and I, and the price was so much lower than the other ones I'd been quoted that it didn't seem it didn't seem like there could be anything good to come from a price that you know if you're if you're shopping for something and everywhere you go people say it's about hundred dollars and he comes back and says I'll do it for eighteen,
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: it was and, and I of course said yes, mm-hmm. and uh, the next day he had a crew I kid you not of about twenty guys. They ripped off the old roof in less than an hour, and had it re-roofed before the end of the day. And they wrote him a check, and they were gone. You got to be kidding! It me. was unbelievable. I you had, have an
0: you have an angel, Dan.
1: That, that's that's an angel. <laughs> it was the most bizarre experience I've ever had with a home repair, and uh, I wish I could remember the guy's name. But he, it was great, and the roof was great. Man, Withstood alive. hurricanes too. That's
0: that's the dream, you know. <laughs> like we've had fix-it guys, and they're guys. Let's be honest. But you'll you'll hear, you know, say, oh, I got I, I gotta do some things. We can need this IKEA light fixture installed. Right. We want someone to fix our theater lighting. Someone to, we don't like the stem on our hot water turner, and you you find a guy, and you know, once in a while you get an angel. You know, you get an angel. They come in. They, they want twenty bucks. They'll do everything. You say, "Is there anything else?" And you are like, "Oh my god, you are an angel." Mm-hmm. And then, and then other times, not so much. Yeah. There, there is one place here in the hood, and they're they're famously the worst. And um, <clears throat> we have a really old furnace, and we called this local place to come out. and they said, "You know, free, um, you know, free estimate." And right. the guy came out and like opened the garage door. I am like, "Hey, what's up?" And he makes a beeline for the furnace. He walks straight over the furnace. <laughs> he says, "This furnace is really old. You need to replace it." <laughs> I said, okay, next buddy, rent renting and stuff. But is there anything you can do to kind of juice that action up a little bit? Can you fill my vape pen, like make it happen? Can you, you know, make the spice flow? He goes, mm-mm, need a uh, need a new uh, <clears throat> new furnace. I said, okay, I guess you know that's that's one route. Uh, we're not gonna go ahead and do that. There may have been a follow up call. Hey, it's me. From from you know, Johnny No Good uh, furnace service. Uh you want us to go ahead and uh, set you up for your for your new furnace you're gonna get? And we're like like I say, thanks. We'll just sit on that free estimate. And they're like, Oh no, no, no. Th- no. You didn't get any work done, so you gotta pay for the service call. And I was like, Well, you know, I'm not an economist, but I think that <laughs> would count under the umbrella of free estimate. Right. And a um, a week or two later, we got a typewritten, like on a typewriter, <laughs> invoice oh for, I don't know, over a hundred bucks. And it was like, pay this or we will sue you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <sighs> so I paid him. Didn't want that in my life. Seriously. But that's the thing. Like if you get an angel, the angel might come by and go, sure, I can, I can juice your vape pen. I can make the spice flow. I could do that for twenty bucks. I'll do, you know I'll do it for I'll, I'll pay you to do it, and I'll take these boxes with me. Just you know when you find somebody like that who's really competent at something you not only don't know how to do and can't do, but you fundamentally don't understand. Mm-hmm. When you find somebody who comes along like Cable, and he's willing to just scale the ladder and bring twenty dudes for eighteen bucks, man. Hakuna Matata. Yeah,
1: it was just it was to quote to quote Taylor, it was a madhouse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they got this thing done in a way that I never, never would have imagined. And the guy was, was great. And he came back a week later, looked around, said, how is it? He just did a drop-by. They call that a drop-in. He did a drop-in.
0: he drop-in from the angel. Yeah. Mm, then he had to travel through time. But, you know,
1: it had to be cash. We like, had to, be save, we save had to pay him are. in cash.
0: That's okay. <laughs> People should pay for more things in cash. Yeah. <laughs> These kids today with their cards... Jimmy Christmas, and they all got
1: the smart chip. Like, can I give you a check? He's like, no.
0: God, you're buying like a freaking Chirito and a pack of palmalls. Like, just pay with cash. I don't want to have to live, wait for your card to beep.
1: See, I had another guy uh, in my next neighborhood who ran a, a lawn care service, and mm-hmm. everybody in the whole neighborhood except me was paying this guy to do th- their lawns.
0: There's economies of scale in that stuff,
1: right? And so I said, "All right, well, I line I'm, up
0: three of those in a row, and you're good to
1: go." I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. And the guy's name was Fido Blue. That's an awesome name. It was his name, Fido Blue, and E H I D O Did you ever find out? F E D O W B L U E. Fido Blue. Blue.
0: That's a terrific name.
1: And he uh, he came by uh, to do the neighbor's yard, and I went out there and I said, "Hey, I'd, I'd like to for you to start doing my yard also." Mm-hmm. And same deal. His quote. Was so much lower than the other people that I'd come out had to come out to see the, if, I, if I'd do it. And he said, "Yeah, we'll do it for that." And I said, "Okay, great. Like, you know how how do we how do you onboard us?" And he's yeah. like,
0: "What's the process?" He's like, for "Oh, just you know, out.
1: just put a check under the doormat. And yeah, we'll yeah. Come by and get it. Just put a roll of pennies in the mailbox. And, we'll work but, it out." But that's what we did, and and he did it, and they did a great job, and it was the same. That's thing. That's how
0: America should be, Dan. I know. That's how America. Ugh. God, don't get me started. You got to get me started. It's the top of the show. We got we don't have that much to talk about. We got we got to talk about uh, Spider Man. Yes. But um, but um, yeah. You know, I got a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, I was telling somebody about this on Slack, like five, six, seven years ago, something like that. Back when I was doing more speaking stuff, I got a, what sounded like a fantastic offer from a very well-known large biotech firm in the area, and they're like, "Hey." Like it started out as, hey, do you want to come out and, and do your, your jib jabs about uh, email and tell us how to fix our employees? And I was like, sure. And I said, it's going to cost this much. And I'm like, ooh, you know, maybe we'll turn it into like a whole Merlin Man festival and we'll build mm. an event around it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got actually lots of stuff to do. I got to write this book and stuff. So it's kind of busy right now. And, <laughs> and like, yeah, okay. So then you got vetting, 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 process, process, process. And it just went on and on and on. And I was like, Anyway, this is kind of a boring story, but this is how you get a bad taste in your mouth. This went on and on and on. I might have told you this. And finally it's really it's getting down to the wire. I got stuff to do. You got a kid that poops and things like that. You have to like, you know, get a situation. And I was like, I'm just not sure this is such a great thing. And they're like, No, 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 no. We're so close. We're so close. We're gonna be able to actually like pay a deposit and stuff like that. And I was like, Yeah, you know, money's good. And uh and then they hit me with the with the their little simple contract, which is basically the Boeing contract. They give me the Boeing contract. It's it's like I was going to build planes for twenty years. They give me this this thing that's like a quarter of an inch thick when you print it out. Oh my God. I have to I have to sign on to the fact that I have one million dollars in liability insurance. Because if you're going to have somebody come out and talk about email for an hour, you want to make sure they're not going to wreck the joint,
1: right? What if you What if you spill coffee or something and into a printer, even? Right? And and they say what they always say. Well, it's all pretty standard. Like, well, it's like what's
0: standard to you because you're not signing it. All you have to do is just like you know send it over to Janice in accounting, and maybe you'll pay it in a year. But like I've got to deal with whatever's in there. Like you know, uh, you know, just on the DL, meh, they ain't got a million dollars in liability insurance for talking about email. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, you know, sound like a dick about it, but, uh, and that went on <laughs> and on, but you know, that's, they get you on the hook with that. And it's like, I, I, you know, if they just said to me, look, show up, there's going to be a check under the mat at Genentech, just get the, get the check, get, get the roll of pennies, do your little, do your little uh, silly dance and you get home in time to clean up the poopy kid. Done and done. Now here's the other thing about cutting lawns is what, when I was doing that for dough, circa eighty two, eighty three. Mm-hmm. My mom had a craftsman, and I would go out and I would do a lawn. Right, and it was pretty standard that for a small Newport Ritchie lawn, it was pretty standard, exactly twenty dollars. Right, and that was that was you mow the lawn, you do some basic edging, but nothing too fancy, and then you take away the uh, the leavings. Right, it's all you know pretty straightforward.
1: Right. Seems like I was very fair good deal. at
0: it. I wasn't very good at it, but, you know, there were nice people in the neighborhood that, you know, pay the dopey white kid to, you know, mow their lawn. And uh, I would do that sometimes. And uh, you make a little money. 20 bucks is pretty good dough. That's, that was a lot of money. Back oh, yeah. then. I mean, for like an hour, hour and a half work. That was, you know, like I say, I wasn't good at it. But then, I don't know, I must have gone into some kind of time dilation because <laughs> within like five years, my mom was paying like $100 to get her lawn cut. Right. It's, something happened. There was a, a huge leap in like lawn uh trimming inflation at some point in the 80s and i i guess that's more like what a market price would be but like that just seems bananas let me ask you this what does it cost to get your lawn cut now
1: i think we pay it on a monthly fee and i oh, don't say if it's too personal no i i think it's it has to be in the like 200 hundred dollar range now
0: whoa wow
1: i think man or it's over 100 that's for sure but that that's is
0: a terrific American business because basically you can go into that I business. Check
1: into it. I'm, I'm worried about how much we're paying for that it.
0: A, that adds up. That's almost like having <laughs> Evernote. I
1: know. I right. you really want to look into
0: that. Make sure you're paying for the account you I'm need. Gonna, you know, I'm going to text my wife right now while we're it on. Only, the, it only syncs the consonants. You got to pay extra for the vowels. Right and so you know, that's a beautiful American business, though. It really is. I mean, you know what? You got nail salons. Uh, you got like a shoe shine stand, like. You know, that's a pretty cool under-the-radar business. You you go out, you get yourself a little trailer with two clippers. You get a, a zh z-, z machine, and then you get some guys, and you show up, and you charge, what, 40, let's say 40 bucks. 40 bucks to cut a line. You get three in a row, boom, done. Economies of scale. And now you're moving. You're cutting some lawns, man. Woo, 200 bucks. I got to get in that business, am I right?
1: Um, I asked her how much we pay because you know. Got
0: to sign the Boeing contract. Sometimes
1: I feel like Rain Man. Like, how how much does a car cost? About hundred dollars. About, about, about hundred dollars. <laughs> so I don't I don't really know.
0: You should ask. You should ask ask that those people if they have uh, one million dollars in liability insurance. Right. I know it. I and mean, that- they're they've got spinning <laughs> blades. I'm just telling you to like not look at your email too much. <laughs> Again with the email. Mm. Ugh, God, I hate this guy's face. I hate his face so much. Okay. Uh. Hey, how's it going? Good.
1: Oh, well, it's been a big week, huge week. Ooh. I I had a little bit of follow up about <laughs> the um <laughs> the Minecraft Adventure Time situation on Windows 10.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, well, I need to talk about this.
1: Well, because we got it on PE too. Yes, and I I we still don't have it. And oh no, people kept saying, "Well, oh, it just shows up there. You just click on the store button." I'm like, "Well, there is no store." button. Mm? So I asked on Twitter uh, and a few of my very helpful followers responded and said, Oh yeah, no, it's there. You just have to update to one point one point three.
0: Oh that now that is at least on PE that is true. You don't the store does not get up sometimes does not get updated with new product unless you do the the point dot one dot one.
1: And I thing. said oh, okay. I said, well we're on one point one two Mm -hmm. which seems very different than 1.1.3. And he's like, no, 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 you just do do an updated one. Well, guess what? When you launch Minecraft, Mm -hmm. uh, it auto-updates itself in some cases um, before you even want it to, and no update was happening. And uh, another follower on Twitter clarified this for me. So thank you. I forget who it was, but thank you if you're listening. Uh, And he said, There are two different versions of Minecraft. There is the version that you would have gotten if you went to Minecraft.net and bought it there and downloaded it there. That one is known as the Java version. And then there is another version that is sold from and by Microsoft, who bought Mojang, the company that makes Minecraft. Right. And you have to go to the Microsoft store and buy that version. And once you have that version... And launch it in there is a store button that you then need to click and then you can buy things, um, including this. So apparently we're using the wrong version to get this. And I don't really want to rebuy the product for another $30 uh, just to then be able to go and buy something else. So I haven't updated it yet. I didn't even know that there was a non-standard, non-Java version and that there was a separate microsoft version that's
0: really confusing yeah
1: i didn't know about that until this person on on twitter told me about that i don't know what the difference is between the two i do know because i i interviewed the guy that wrote minecraft a number of years ago when it had just around the time it had reached like a million downloads um he wasn't tweeting as much he was Mm -hmm. right and uh and super nice guy on the interview Uh Mm. but apparently the reason that he had done (laughs) it in java was because uh it it he knew java one but two it allowed him to pretty much have it on every platform anything that had a jre could run it and so that meant it would and it was a very good recipe for success it never even occurred to me that like microsoft had come out with a different version and that i now have to rebuy that so oh i see i don't think there's an adventure time uh in our future at least not for my son's son's windows computer well hmm thirty dollars is a lot of cash
0: It is...
1: For something you already own.
0: I got a couple angles on this. Um, Do you use Google Earth? Mm. I I love it, and I used to use it a lot. I'm very confused, because Google Earth supposedly has all this great stuff, and I opened it yesterday. Um, We were watching the CGP Grey video about the border with Canada, which is one of his many very good videos, and we wanted to go in and just look at how crazy the border with Canada is. Uh, Spoiler, it's not as straight as it looks and uh, and I get the pop-up. I get the pop-up. She's got the nose ring. I get the pop-up, and it's like, hey, this is running slow, BDB. It gives me like the 32-bit-ish message, and then it runs anyway, and then it says it's out of memory on my big boy iPad, and I'm like, hmm, this hmm. is weird. There must be a new version. Pop over to the App Store. I go in. I do a search on the Google Earth, and I get an open, not a get. So... Somebody tell me on Twitter in a nice way, am I crazy? Why am I not getting an updated Google Earth that will run on a modern thing? Is, have they just not done that for iOS recently?
1: That's weird. It's a good question.
0: It's, just tossing that out. Here's the thing about the Adventure Time. Um, I There's n- nothing my daughter has been more excited to get in a very, very long time. She When she came home from her sleepover and I had it all set up and ready, I bought it for It was on the iPad. She shrieked. She was so happy. Yeah. Um, now, this is just your mileage will certainly vary, but she was really bored with it in about like less than
1: an hour. Oh, well, that makes me feel a little better.
0: I don't, I don't think it's. I mean, it's got branded characters and neat stuff, and you make Gunter's and stuff like that. But like, it's you know, it's fine. Like the one that she's got, the like uh, Chinese uh, pack that's got all the cool stuff, and some that have mini games mm-hmm. in them. I don't know. She just wasn't that. It was weird. She wasn't that into it. She liked it. It was fun. Like you could run around and be Fiona for a while and stuff. But I don't know. It was not the uh, the dinger that I was expecting. And that's, maybe that's on her. I blame her. Yeah, I do too. <sighs> um, well, anyway, so that's that's
1: the bummer there. I'm sorry. I'm just getting a text from my wife here.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just checking in.
1: Hi.
0: Sorry. No problem. Just doing business. Dirty baby. Dirty, poopy baby. Oh. Dirty, poopy baby. Uh-uh. Uh, my daughter's at camp. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, Dan. Hey. Uh, would you... Hey, hey. Would you tell me about anything that you like?
1: Sure, I would like to tell you... Tell me
0: about something that you like. The
1: Senpro, yeah, which, which uh, is a Senpro. wonderful service from Pitney Bowes, who are the masters of shipping pretty much everything. I love that movie. The masters of everything.
0: The masters of shipping pretty much
1: much Send pro Shirtless
0: guys with swords and postal meters, just getting stuff done.
1: These guys, they make it easy to ship uh, pretty much anything that you want, and they make it super easy to do it too. So it's not only are they bringing this technology uh, into your home or office, they are making it easier and they're making it cheaper. They have three times the features of stamps.com, which everyone is familiar with. Well, if you're familiar with that and you want to like upgrade, Mm, this is the okay. place to go and this is this is how to do it. Uh mm. you can print stamps from your computer, so you're saving time, you're saving money, you don't need special equipment, you don't go anywhere, you don't wait in any lines. Nothing to install, it works in your web browser. And uh, I you know, it lets you do lots of cool stuff like compare shipping rates and delivery times between USPS and other major carriers, so you know how and and you're getting the best deal or if you're getting the best that's deal.
0: really that's super handy so it'll do these multivariate dealies where you're like which one of these will get it faster and for the amount of money i want to spend. right
1: so you can decide really cool. you can decide do i want it there tomorrow or do can i wait a couple of days and save a few bucks uh it also lets you track your shipments from one place which is super handy so you're not chasing around different websites and tracking numbers in different places and they have uh they have really really good rates they uh savings start at three cents per stamp because they've negotiated these special rates for for SendPro users. And uh, they made a special URL for our listeners to go to PB, like, uh, like peanut butter. That's how I remember it. PB.com. Princess Princess Bubblegum. Princess Bubblegum. PB.com slash back to work. And if you go there, you'll get SendPro free for 30 days. You will get a free 10 pound scale. And when your free trial is over, you will get SendPro for only $5 a month. Uh, versus something like a fifteen ninety nine a month from Stamps dot com, you're getting three times the features. You're getting one at one third the price, five mm. bucks a month to do this. It's a great deal. I still, the jury is out as to whether this, the, it is a scale that weighs ten pounds, or a scale that will weigh things up to ten pounds. Or could it both. also be
0: a scale that will only weigh things that are exactly ten are, pounds?
1: Yes. What if what if you
0: buy a scale and they basically magic marker onto the screen ten? Right. Or, everything you put on there is 10 pounds.
1: Or you put it on there and it, it only goes... like There's a green light and a red light. It's a red light unless the thing weighs exactly 10 pounds. Like It'll only tell you if it is 10 pounds.
0: Oh, it's like a Captain Pike type situation. Yes.
1: <laughs> with the two lights. That's all you need.
0: They should call it a Pike. Is that you right, know, Pike?
1: The, is that his name? Yes, with all the you Star the Trek the head the technology lights? they have. With the computer yes. that runs the whole ship and does everything else. Unfortunately... Yes all we've got is a yes and no a binary operation for a human being
0: they should you know what they you know what they should do i don't want to give them notes cuz they're 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 a proud company that's been around for many many years i think they should send you three scales they should maybe four scales they should send you first of all a scale that weighs exactly 10 pounds right they should then they should send you a scale that when you put something on it it tells you if it weighs 10 exactly pounds. 10 pounds yes. and then you get a green light yeah and then you get you get another scale you get a third scale for weighing the first scale the fourth scale Tells you it only lights up if it's not ten pounds. Right, right. Yes. You get a full, you get a flight, of, a flight of scales, and then you get them. And then there's a fifth scale because the fifth element is love, what and is that's one where you can wear all the scales.
1: <laughs> See, like I've once. I've been thinking about fifth element too. We get i am I'm gonna make a note to talk about that. Hold on.
0: Eek! Ba da boom! Okay. You get nine times the value. Nine times. Nine times. Nine times the value. Okay. Nine I just eight.
1: googled. Mm-hmm. 10 pound scale, 10 scale. <laughs> and right. apparently that's a thing that that is a standard kind of scale form of art yes and uh and so a 10 pound scale is a thing that weighs up to 10 pounds so i think we have uh, it's okay,
0: not i'm on an office supply site and okay. they have a lot of things in an area called 10 pound scale uh-huh. 68 items found best matches <laughs> look at that and they all say zero on here these are broken well, they say 10 on them
1: <laughs> if you if you want your own 10 pound scale yeah. And this great deal that they have, you can go to keep. Yeah, just Peak. to be
0: clear, you're not actually going to get, <laughs> as far as we know, maybe one, who knows, maybe one lucky participant who goes to that URL. Dan, what's the URL for this?
1: The URL is pb.com slash back to work. You got to go there. I,
0: I can't promise you that they will send you five to 11 scales, but it wouldn't hurt to ask. But you will get something that weighs 10. Well, you, you know what? Just do it because this is a really good deal 10 pound scale.
1: I want someone who goes through with this. Yes. To weigh the scale, because I bet you anything that it does weigh ten pounds too.
0: I bet you it's. I bet you it's three and a half pounds. Okay, but see that's why they should send you multiples, <laughs> right? This is how they used to do weights. You get weights of different sizes, like with those little handles on them.
1: Like yeah, this is a
0: gram. Here's another gram. You weigh as much as a witch, like that kind of. Thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, stones. Don't it's weigh a-
0: your witch. Don't weigh your witch on this thing unless it's very. Unless it's a dove. If your witch is a dove and you have a way to hold it down so it doesn't fly away from the scale. <laughs> oh, there's another mining pipeline joke I'm missing entirely, which is you could get a laden African swallow and see how much it weighs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Oh do you know she's a witch? Uh, that's a really good deal, Dan. Dan, just hit me one more time with that, uh, that URL for it's this. It's p-
1: pb.com slash back to work. Bok, bok. Mm. <clears throat> Thanks, Senpro. Hundred pound scale. All right, so I have a little Brecknell uh, scale. Uh, uh, we did, we did see Spider Man.
0: Um, do you want to do it this early?
1: Well, no, but I will say something about the Fifth Element. Okay, sorry. Then there's this new movie out, uh, called yeah. uh, Valerian, mm-hmm. and Valerian is by Luke Besson, who did the Fifth Element, and this looks in all ways to be a reimagining of the fifth element mm-hmm. some of the primary characters are are simply recast as younger and slightly different versions of themselves we've got rihanna doing the the opera singer role oh nice things are the very blue, familiar the, the blue uh the blue. squid lady the that's cool the are in me mm-hmm. and uh yeah, so uh, but I'm I think it I think it could be interesting. Have you seen the oh previous <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah we're so good to see that.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That looks like that looks like eye candy. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought that looked that looks very exciting. It's it's neat that when you get somebody with a look luke basel, we get somebody like him, like he's you know fifth fifth element. I mean I don't know. I loved it. Some people don't like it. It's maybe silly, but like it was so, it was so fun and whimsical and it looked great. And it was, it was funny and sweet and weird and like a, like a very good B movie in, in a lot
1: of ways. Yeah, I think it was I'm, too weird for a lot of people. Oh man. I, th- I like that Mila. Oh, I love, I love everything about the movie. I think it's a wonderful movie. I've watched it many, many times. And, uh, and if this is like a retelling of it in some ways and it has some of that, that fun stuff, I'd be very happy.
0: Oh, well, absolutely. I'm fine with that. Yep. I saw Baby Driver again, and I saw, uh, I don't know, I want to see Spider-Man. What, what I, there's a thing we do on a program I do at John Syracuse that we call the spoiler spot, which is when, if we're going to talk about something that might have spoilers, we put it toward the end. Okay. So it's not, to, we might still want to avoid, I mean, there's one particular plot turn in this I wouldn't want to reveal, because it completely caught me off guard. Um. Yeah, me too. I think we should avoid talking about that, but c- could we maybe table it until yeah. uh, a little later?
1: Yeah. I just want to say with no spoilers
0: just got feel like 40 minutes now we'll be good
1: that that this movie was without a doubt in my mind the best Spider-Man movie of all time one easy and easy two arguably maybe the best Marvel movie so far
0: co-signed on both okay it was i thought it was a delight I'm excruciatingly bored by criticism of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I won't. I, I don't. I normally like. Oh yeah, it's problematic. I'm usually fine to go. Like, oh yeah, it's I guess problematic if that's the thing you want to like. Sure. Okay. Okay. But with this one, like, oh, it's it's fun, and it's trying. You know, guys, it's trying. It's not perfect. I don't want to go to a tract. I want to go to a movie. Yeah. And like, this was a fun movie. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, I don't know, like nice stuff in it. It was nice. It was a like people have said, it's a good, it's a good, it's a, it's a, it's a, the best Spider-Man movie, but it's also a nice high school movie. Like it was really good.
1: I thought so too. And there were some people who, after I tweeted about how much I liked it, there were some people saying, oh, I just don't think I can go through another origin story. It was not an origin story yeah, at all. Okay.
0: You know what? It's not, but don't go. That's fine. <laughs> right. That's fine. No, no. You know what? I changed my mind. I don't like it anymore because
1: you don't want to see it. Sorry. Yeah. Shut up.
0: I spend so much of my time just saying shut up. Just uh, just at
1: the podcast. Just, just listening. Just said, yeah, just listening and shouting. Shut sh- up. Oh, please shut up.
0: Do you know how you sound? Please shut up. Um. You know, God bless you. Enjoy the movie you haven't seen. Uh, that'll work out great. Um. Let's do some odds and sods. All right. Spider-Man. Uh, I meant to mention this last week. Uh, I think listeners of this program... Did I mention this? I don't think I did. Listeners of this program will enjoy a podcast I did recently. Um, a podcast Oh, no, called you didn't F- mention it. Fits and Starts. And it's in show notes for this episode. We'll give you that URL in just a minute. F- fits and Starts, these two nice boys, wanted to talk about uh, productivity stuff, creativity stuff. F- uh, fan, fans of this program, uh, nice nice boys. And it was some good talk. Like If you like the old school... Productivity, creativity, talk, like dealing with life uh talk. I thought it was really, really good. And they're nice guys and I like how it turned out. Dan, where would people find um and that's fitsandstarts.fm. Where would you find uh show notes for episode dot
1: three three two of your back to work program? Five by five dot TV slash B is in boys, two is in the number, W is in women slash three three two.
0: W is not problematic fits and starts number 18. Eventually it sucks less with Merlin, man. You can go to fits and starts. Dot FM or nice. you can go to show notes for this episode. People should go to show notes. I mean, we try a little bit.
1: You do, you good, You do good notes in there.
0: I don't spend as much time as I used to cause I'm just persuaded that people don't even read show notes. And mm-hmm. like I spent way too much time thinking about it and it breaks my heart that nobody ever reads them. That That's how you kill art. Hmm. Other odds... You've
1: added some things here. Well, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. They're just ideas. We could talk about...
0: I've ad, I added something. You added something.
1: Let me go look here because...
0: I... I, I have to be really dead honest with you. Uh, you put a note in here about the 1Password changes that yeah. are... I have not followed that at all. I looked in. I saw a lot of people were super mad at Agile Bits. Um, but I, I don't... I don't understand... I understand, I think, what people are potentially miffed about. I don't understand the actual change that's happening. So, if you know, tell me and I'll opine. But, like, um, even like seeing what Jeff uh, Goldberg said, like, I I didn't really, even he sounds kind of equivocal about what they're doing when. Right. So, can you tell me factually what's happening?
1: Factually, I can't uh, because I haven't been able to find out anything from the 1Password, agile bits folks, as far as them actually announcing this. Like a
0: specific thing on a date is cor- going to change correct, thus Correct,
1: correct. Here's right. what it seems like they, the security researchers, according to what I've read and this article on Motherboard also says this, is that uh, 1Password is going to be moving away from the concept of having one license, which is what... I would imagine what I have and a lot of listeners probably have, which is you bought 1Password, you have it installed on your computer or devices or both, and that one-time license, uh, you have a local password vault that exists on each individual device And then there is a syncing process that happens between those different devices and computers. So if you add, you go to a new website, you sign up, you save that password, it will then sync either with iCloud or Dropbox.
0: Yeah, almost instantly.
1: Yes. And then that new entry that you just created or the one you just modified or updated Mm -hmm. will Mm -hmm. appear on all of your other devices as they sync. Apparently, and, and what security experts say is that whether or not you sync having a vault that exists this the vault is your protected database that lives on your own physical device your own computer your own phone and regardless of whether and how you have them syncing you have full control over this vault which is essentially a uh, a a highly encrypted right. database
0: so the idea being that if you wanted to really lock things down you could have a vault on a device
1: that is not synced you could anywhere. sure you sure i
0: mean is yeah. that what they're is that what they're saying they
1: well that's would. not the problem that the, what what security experts would say is that's good because then you can maintain full control over your vault the place that contains okay one password for i guess there's people who might not know one password is a great utility plugs into your browsers and runs on iOS and Android and allows you to store all of your passwords for all the services and plenty of other things too inside of a single vault that is locked down with one hopefully really complicated strong master password and keeping that vault on your own computer that you control or on your own ios device that you control is what security people like because they're they're retentive and they recommend that you do Something like that, like keep it under your control. It's your thing. Now, could a human being come and steal your device and hack into it? Sure. Could they uh, then figure out what your password was and decrypt the thing? I suppose anything is possible. But that's much less exposed, and there's much less of a chance of something like that happening where someone, unless someone gains physical access and control of that device or computer, then it would be if your vaults were all stored up in the cloud somewhere. And that is apparently what's what people are saying 1Password is going to be doing, that instead of having a local password vault, that it will go up into the cloud, the cloud-based service that 1Password And then the,
0: cloud, the cloud becomes the truth because that's all how it is right now. Like the, you just, you it, can choose Dropbox
1: versus iCloud that's versus for their this, thing. That's for syncing. What they're actually going to do is you will no longer have how this. How would you use it on a plane? You know, I, I don't know, but... Something about storing that up there in the cloud mm-hmm. is the on their service is different apparently than having the vault stored in your Dropbox or in your iCloud. I don't know why it's a big deal, but people mm-hmm. are talking about it like it's it's the end times have started. Yeah, and I don't really know why. There's I, one
0: tweet, one tweet from the one guy at the security thing, and then um, there's probably more responses to it. I I feel like I would need to learn a lot more about this before. Saying anything about it. Yeah. Um, not just because I like that company and I, you know, have had relationships with them and I have in terms of disclosure, but also that, like, I like their product. Um, and they yeah, they've generally, sponsored this
1: show before too. I like yeah, their product I, I a lot. I feel
0: like I, they're good people who try to do the right thing, but um, I also, you know, I guess I want to hear both sides, but yeah, people were really like, like setting everything on fire. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, what I, what I, Hmm. I don't say what I do know, but what I, what I can reckon is that maybe for this to be just sustainable, it needs to be a subscription thing. I don't know how that factors into the need to make this particular cloud change. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, cause it sounds like there's a lot of moving parts here. I mean, one moving part is, potentially, I'm not saying this is what's happening, one, one potential moving part is, hey, hi, starting in a year, you have to subscribe to this for N dollars a year. Right. Like you have a year to go somewhere else if you don't like that or whatever. I'm just postulating here. Everything else would stay mostly the same. And we, the thing is to be a a sustaining company that does good support and updates this thing the way it needs to. Like we need to make this amount of money from it. We can't sell you something in 2008 and then never sell you something again. Like I, I think that would be a pretty straight up thing to say. The, I don't, and I, I, knowing them, I imagine that they – knowing them as I think I do, they, whatever they're imagining here would not be strictly a cash grab. Like they – I don't think they would do this, I'm guessing, unless they did think it was better. But I don't know if that's accurate or I wouldn't know the details.
1: I mean the cloud – having it all in the cloud, that is it's not on your local machines. You don't have to worry about syncing. It's all just pulling from the big cloud. That makes sense for – A lot of people, most people in the sense that it's easier, it all just lives in one place, but I don't really see what the big deal is. I could see the big deal being more about the price and listen, like, we all know people will buy something, they'll buy one version of it, and then they'll just stick with that version and they don't want to pay upgrades. So it's very frustrating for the application developer Who's building something? It's not sustainable. It's really not. It's really <laughs> it's, not. It's
0: and it's it's on. You see this huge backlash, and I, I we're pivoting a little bit here because we're I'm pivoting based on speculation. But yeah, you see this with Tweetbot. You see this with all these right. these really good apps that independent developers are spending a lot of a lot of time on to to keep them good. And you know what? You really want to keep good uh, your security apps. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would, I hope that would not go the way of Google Earth, and where you just go, oh, you know this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't get to your credit card anymore. It's using too much memory. Right. Like, you know, so I don't know. I I, I feel like we were probably already going to get yelled at. But I mean, you know, it's the age of the $1.99 app that's not a game. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't see too much of that. Like, I saw a really good mind mapping map. Um, somebody was linking to this really cool looking mind mapping app. And it was $24.99 for Mac. And I was like, Wow. Like good for you. Like you know, I I, I was ready to go buy it because I figured it would be five bucks, but I was like, mm, I thought twice about it for twenty four ninety nine. But I say good for them. Like you've got to charge like what good customers are going to pay, or you will not be able, you will not be sustainable. Right. You can't. I mean, this is again. Now we're double pivoting to this deeper conversation about the app ecosystem. But Jiminy Christmas, it is so hard for an honest, legit, hardworking indie shop. Right to stay in business today it, yeah. and those are all really important things, but like you know just because you 've heard of an app a lot and lots of your friends use it don 't assume that that 's a license to print money like if you want to keep that thing around you've got to support it you know and and apple maybe maybe at some point help us out a little bit by making it easier to do things like upgrade and stuff like that yeah so i don 't know this is it 's such a thistle, and it's it 's given how little I know about it i wouldn 't want to opine too much, but I do know that like. Everything I do know about this is like, oh gosh, there's so much room for misunderstanding and guessing and things like this. He said, as he just guessed for five minutes, right,
1: but you know what yeah, we don't really know,
0: but you know I mean I just straight up i mean i i I don't know, I don't know we'll see i'll I'll read more about this. I'll read this motherboard thing, but you know, just you know piggybacking on anger is not a sustainable life approach Piggy,
1: it's it's piggybacking on anger.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, what is it Jefferson says, you know, about lighting, lighting someone else's taper, you know, it's like, yeah, well, that was that's with freedom. But with, um, yeah, I just it's it's so easy to get emotionally engaged in something and then just reckon where that's going to take you and then get extra mad. And my gosh, I, I oh, I'm so exhausted, so mm. exhausted, so much email, email talk. Anyway, uh, let's learn more about that and report yeah. back.
1: Why not?
0: Yeah. This, um, see, now I'm hesitant to put mention this link that I put in here because it kind of feels like one of those stories that might be a press release. <laughs> but it's an interesting anecdote. The kind of thing I would have put on 43 folders without blinking, you know, 10 years ago, dozen years ago. Did you see this? Um, let's see. Let me get the actual
1: title the here. The ink. The ink one. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, what happened? What happened when the CEO of Dropbox was late to an all hands meeting? This is dumb. Should I read this? Yes, this read this it. Dumb? No, read it. All uh, Dropbox all CEO Drew Houston, Drew Houston, who recently shared an interesting story that yielded a major lesson. Uh, a couple years ago, in a couple years into running the company, he was getting annoyed that everyone was showing up to work at noon. That seems reasonable. So he scheduled a company wide meeting to address the problem. Hyperlink. The next day, uh, he had trouble finding a cab. Ended up being two minutes late to the meeting. At the time, he didn't think much of it. After the meeting, a team member pulled him aside. "I can't believe what you just did," said the colleague, disappointedly. Initially, uh, he didn't get the problem. I was just—it was just two minutes. He thought to himself. And then he goes on to relate. I would have given this a second pass at an edit. Um, Amen. Quoting, Amen. Like, don't don't say that. Don't say disappointedly. Yeah. That's that, that's not an adverb it's you need. Thing. It's just bad writing. <sighs> Poor songwriting, Petey. He goes on to relate. Relate. Uh, What I realized as he was talking was, oh, he's not upset that I'm two minutes late. He's saying I'm a hypocrite. The rules don't apply to me. I don't respect the team. This is what he was hearing or feeling. It had nothing to do with the cab ride. And I just, I don't know. Again, now this is exactly the kind of thing they want you to tweet or write a 43 Folders article about. Quoting, he came to a realization. Quote, we can write down all the pretty words about our culture and our values that we want, he said. Um... But people pay a thousand times more attention to what you do as a leader. So it's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, it's a really good point too. In that, should be probably a medium post. Yeah, this would be a good medium post. <laughs> yeah, but
0: it, I was I was two minutes late to a meeting, and here's what I learned: the top
1: ten I'm things. So the mad. top ten things I learned
0: by mm, being late to a
1: meeting. You won't believe what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> also, I I don't like when people write took to twitter Ugh. such and such person took to twitter to share their thoughts about no 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 don't say took to twitter i guess they don't want to we say recently
0: caught up with dropbox ceo drew houston <laughs> i recently sat down with dropbox ceo drew houston <laughs> yeah, yeah. i recently got an email that this guy responded to uh eh, you know i just, just just say that that's fine yeah i don't like this kind of writing no disappointedly, you know, don't do that. No, don't when you, when you're doing like, take, take all of that out. Just say said, you know? Yes. Amen. Preach it. Colleague disappointedly. This is that even a word? Disappointedly. No. Let's look. No results found.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I think the point of this is could, this whole thing could have been summarized in a, in a, in a one paragraph. But yeah, it is a good point, and, and, and that is that leaders are going to always be scrutinized more and that you do need to set examples. It's like one of those little things, like whenever I go with – when I take my kids with me, if I go somewhere to a store or something like that, I make sure to be uh, – to set a good example in, in a situation like that where you you know, simply you say, uh, like, okay, we had to take a couple uh, things to, to ship them out, went to the pack mail. Mm-hmm, so we, we walked into the pack mail the Lady's like hello i said hi i was wondering can i drop these two packages off here for pickup and she said sure i said one is ups one's fedex she said no problem i said okay thank you very much she said no problem and we left and walked out you know little things like that like your kids are paying attention they're watching that they're seeing okay this is how you interact with people and right. this is how you are polite and this is how you get something done you know there was uh okay so uh, another anecdote i was at a uh we have a a grocery store here that does pretty good barbecue and uh, we were grocery shopping. I had both my kids with me on this day and we, uh, we went and we stood in line for the little barbecue section and there was the new, the new guy was there and the new guy, they've been having problems in the barbecue section since the, the, the guy that was like a good pit master, like he quit, he left Mm -hmm. and they've never really been able to fill his shoes very well. So they have had issues with that, and the other guy who was sort of his junior, I saw he was training a new guy a few weeks earlier, and the new guy's just he's sort of out of his uh he's out of his element he's out mm-hmm. of his depth here and i'll give you a little example and these things these are things that matter as a leader of the this so here's an example when you when you are doing the barbecue, what you want is you get the aluminum foil and you take the so you, let's say you tell him you want a, a quarter pound of uh, of brisket, and you tell him, "Ah, oh, you know what? You you can do moist. Uh, make sure you get some uh, burnt ends in there." Okay. What he should do is he should take the aluminum foil out. He should then put, uh, take the brisket out, cut it, put it onto the aluminum foil, and then lift the aluminum foil and set it on top of the scale. Then you type in the code, and he'll say, "Oh, you know, it's a little heavy." and so "Oh, that's fine. It looks good. No problem." Okay, good. And he'll he'll hit the button. Then you wrap it up in the aluminum foil and then you grab a piece of the butcher paper thing, the brown paper, and you put it inside of that, fold it up, and then you use the sticker that comes out and you put the sticker on the um, butcher paper thing and it holds it together. It's like it's tape, you see? Mm-hmm. And that's the process. That's pretty much the way it's going to be anywhere you go. And that's the way it's been at this place for years. Instead of this, uh, he he would pick up the meat and sort of take three or four steps with pieces of the meat dropping out from between his fingers onto the floor and mm. sort of drop it down onto the aluminum foil that for some reason he had put on top of the scale. It was a 10-pound scale. And uh, then he would just wrap up the aluminum foil and put the sticker on that. The problem is in the process of putting the sticker on it, it actually rips the aluminum foil, and that doesn't – the butcher paper is what's really preventing the stuff from leaking out because you can have some uh, greasy oil problem. Yes. And so he did. Like he consistently did it wrong. And that's just one example. Another thing is when you order pulled pork, they're supposed to take the the you, you put a pork butt and you you know you smoke it for sixteen hours or so. So you would take this thing out and then to make it into pulled pork, you pull it. You take your hands. You, you get the uh, get the big forks. Or you could do it with forks, but you can do it with your hands. You put it in there and you you pull it apart. That's the pulled pork part, and that and that's the correct way to eat it. That's the correct texture. Everything else. He took it out and like cut it like brisket. No, you mm. don't cut it like a brisket. And he would do that and he'd sort of. That's like
0: somebody, that's like you order a pizza and they cut it into like slices and then they cut the slices into tiny bites. Yeah, That'll yeah, right.
1: It is weird. And he's like not how you eat it. Made little chunks out of it. Ugh. No one wants that. So anyway, he had lots of problems. So then the one day I get there, uh, there was a few people in line ahead of me. Now, what I wanted on this day was beef ribs because sometimes they do a beef rib they don't always do it you can always get the baby back you almost always get a spare rib a st Louis style rib which whatever but the, when they do the beef rib it's a special thing and so i said to the guy i said uh i was maybe one or two people in front of me and i said do you have any uh, beef rib and he says oh yeah we got plenty of beef rib i said okay good so we wait in line. The next person goes and the next person goes. And of course, he's totally out of his element everything. He's just – he's confused. He's not sure. He's running back and forth. He keeps going into the back and coming back out empty-handed. He doesn't know what's going on. So finally, we wait. Now, I don't know about your child, but both of my children are incredibly impatient. And yet they were being very, very good. But they were, they're still – I know. And so we waited 10 or 15 minutes for this. It was at that threshold where you're there and you're like – I've already invested so much time in the line that if I just walk away from the line now, I'm going to lose that time. But if I stay, it might take another 10 minutes and I don't know if it's worth it. But you feel like you've crossed the point of no return at this point. You just kind of like got to stick with it. And finally, it's our turn. The kids have you know, been, been doing their best to, to be patient. And I say, I get up there and say, okay, I'd like a couple B beef ribs, please. And so he flies away in the back. He comes back out. He says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't sell those to you." Hmm. And I said, "What do you mean?" And he said, "Well, apparently, uh, you know, like I, I have to keep some set aside." And uh, I said, "For,
0: for like Elijah?" I,
1: like, yeah, why, why you, I, I assume why, it had to be Elijah. Weird. And I said, <laughs> "That's well, very strange." I said, "Well, a minute ago you told me that you had some and and that you could sell them." He says, "Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't." no apology nothing like that and and you know
0: i'm and then like 15 or 20 minutes earlier he had assured you
1: that there were and and by the way nobody bought the ribs in the meantime it's not like they cleaned them out and i so needless to say i was irritated and i don't i don't show that uh to to people you know my process would be okay fine and you walk away and you cool down and then you you know, if I hadn't waited 15 minutes for it with know, my two I kids, know, I wouldn't but care.
0: I, I, was, I was holding my tongue, but there's a certain thing that happens with waiting where like you have this internal barometer for how long a thing takes, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like if you, anything that you've done more than a dozen times, whether you realize it or not, even irrespective of your mood, usually right. you've got this internal barometer yes. for like going to the post office <laughs> yes. never takes less than five minutes and rarely takes more than four hours or whatever. <laughs> right. But like there's something, there's this, so like there's this little like, even let's say you are a little impatient or like maybe you're in a hurry or like maybe you're about to get a ticket or something. Right, yeah. And you've got this or this, you've got to pick somebody up. That's always my thing. And it's like you get this like, uh, hmm, feels like this is not going uh, as quickly as usual. So right. even if it's not on your mind grapes, it occurs to you like, this is, this feels somewhere in the back of your mind. You go, this is taking a while. And then you say, oh, you know, chill out and you chill out a little bit. Like when that occurs to you, two more times, at like a sub rosa, like subconscious level, eventually you kind of almost want to say out loud, "Hmm, feels like this is kind of taking a long time." Right. And maybe you're now you're starting to like think about your 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 kids
1: and how they're getting and like at this point it's like it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it anymore. But
0: then you put twenty minutes on top of that, right? And you go like, ah, yes. Like, what are you doing? What are you getting a mortgage? Get a rib. Get a rib and leave. <laughs> you know, but there's that thing where you're like, like, something happens and you cross this certain line, unless you're a very, very good person. You cross this line where you're like, mm-hmm. you know,
1: <laughs> and it's, you know, it's I, taking too I, long. I just looked at him, and my kids look are looking at me, looking at him.
0: Well, that's the cherry though. Then the cherry is like, you, you, you're you ready. Like you've been assured it's worth the wait. You got sunk costs
1: at this uh-huh. point. At least some I'm going to
0: Dan, Dan get him some ribs, right. some rabs. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, but then you get up there and he's like,
1: sorry, Jack, I got nothing for you. Right. Yeah. No and, apology. And, 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 and the consolation was, well, I do have spare ribs though.
0: I like spare ribs. I like spare ribs more than beef ribs, but I feel you.
1: But, uh, so anyway, you know, we left and, uh, my my kids could tell that i was irritated at him mm-hmm. and they're like uh they're like what are you going to do and i said well i said i'm going to think about it for a little while and you know maybe uh maybe i'll uh write a letter or or make a phone call to the manager <laughs> and uh and and so like like I thought, this was just going to be a bygone. But like, still, this was week, few weeks ago. My daughter almost every day. She's like, "Daddy, did you did you call them the that guy's boss yet?" Did oh, you call now you're, that getting, into, you're getting
0: into a related topic. <laughs> is, I I so feel this one is like the like. My daughter knows what pushes my buttons, mm-hmm. and she knows when I've crossed a certain line. <laughs> you're right. And like sometimes that's you know anybody who listens to reconcilable <laughs> differences knows that the bane of my existence uh, are children's shoes because it's always about the shoes Mm -hmm. because like there's a certain point around like 829 every day where like eventually and she's been crying because of her hair and Mm -hmm. like there's all the things and that's just a regular thing now and then she's fine once you leave she's fine but like there's the whole like honey You need to get the shoes on now. (laughs) Still. And daddy's eyes get real big. And she looks at me. She turns and her whole face is facing me, Uh which doesn't happen that often. Uh But like she's taking it all in. Right. And I got like I got crazy uncle eyes. The shoes need to happen now like, <laughs> mommy put out the clown socks that you like there were on the bed i don't know where why are they on the dehumidifier in the bathroom get them on shoes <laughs> and then like she really like shh. and i feel bad because now i've officially been kind of like mad right but now she's, she's very sensitive so anyway same thing though like we're like there will be things that happen in the world where she knows that's the kind of thing that really irks me oh classic classic yesterday i mean people just blowing through the intersection while we're crossing the street and my my de minimis response is thanks buddy which she hates she hates when i yell at cars (laughs) at least i stopped throwing pennies i'm a grown-up now
1: but throwing pennies no nobody would ever do that
0: (laughs) that'll slow you down honda rocket oh here you go here's your change oh suck a nut but then but the kids the kids internalize that and like that becomes like a little like oh it's like um an inside out bubble like now they've got they've got this little like oh little little blue bubble now that's the thing that made dad mad have you written a letter daddy have you did you write the your mean letter yet yeah but you know
1: like daddy it, is a small man with but, a pen but but there are a few things about this that <clears throat> on the one hand
0: yeah, I, I, we kind of what were we talking about? <laughs> well,
1: they they we were talking about the <clears throat> excuse me the Dropbox guy leading oh, leading yeah. by example and oh yeah so, you know but part of it like if it had just been me there without the kids there, I might have said something to him not not to be a jerk about it but I would have like <laughs> said like Dan, Dan's purple pants starts splitting and he gets really big <laughs> yeah like like why why would you tell me that you had beef ribs? And then mm-hmm. I'm standing here for 15 minutes and now you don't have beef ribs and nothing's happened between the time you told me you were sure they had you had them and now you don't have them. But they're yeah. there, but you just can't give them to me. You know, no. It's mm-hmm. it's the same thing when you're in line somewhere. And this is the thing. This is another thing I don't know. Since oh. we're griping. Mm-hmm. You ever been in a, in a store and you're in line to buy something and it's your turn to come up and pay for the thing and then the phone's ringing and so the person says... Hang on, I gotta grab this, and yeah. then they they start talking to the person on the phone like, "Oh, yeah, you know, I think we have those in a size uh, size thirty two waist." Yeah, ho- hold on a sec, let me go check and see if we have those. And they leave.
0: That that, that really like I'm, I make very little apology for this. That legit bugs me.
1: And then they come Especially back. If
0: you've been waiting, if you're four people deep in a line, you finally get up there, you're ready right to order your meatball sub, and then they take a call.
1: But here you it's, are with you're a customer in the store. With I came re- in. with ready money, yeah, and yeah. and then they're helping someone instead of helping you. Before helping you, they're uh, helping what I would say is a maybe potential customer, maybe not. Mm-hmm. They're helping that person instead of the people in line with the ready money. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I feel like the kids they watch you, mm-hmm. and then hopefully they they learn. Something from that because I really want to a big, just talk to the There's a guy. big
0: pedagogical problem with this, the, uh, at least in my estimation. And that problem is this: um, that what you do well and consistently are what you would like to hope that they notice. Um, spoiler alert: that's not what they notice. What they notice is when you didn't do something well mm. twice. And now <laughs> twice. that's that's the pattern. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, I'm pretty good about like I don't. I like brushing my teeth okay. I brush my teeth more than I used to because I have a kid now. Mm. And she needs to see me brushing my teeth. Like, that's, a, that's a, probably a, maybe sound like a silly example, but, like, it's important to me that she brush her teeth. Like, I've got great teeth. We had fluoride in the water, you know. I, I have no fillings. I'm in great shape. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, but, like, I, I brush a couple times a day, but it's not it's not – I'm not, like, a crazy person about it. Uh-huh. But, like, if I tell her to brush, my, brush her teeth, I go brush my teeth at the same time. I'm being a little bit of a, a toothbrushing poser because I need to be like she needs to if if she only hears me declaiming the importance of toothbrushing right. and never sees me set brush to tooth that's that's a weird that's a that's a weird pattern but i mean i i don't mean to sound so down about this you hope that they see but like the thing is what a kid thinks is normal is they don't realize how fortunate they are mm. sometimes mm-hmm. like you know it's that the, the children's uh, innate sense of justice <laughs> of like what they didn't get you're like I just want to come back and be like, oh my God, you get so much. Right. You have no idea. I know this is an old man thing to say. I'm an old man, but like you know, you get so you have no idea how much you get. You have no idea how lucky you are or how fortunate you are. Like you have no idea how privileged you are. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how much shit you get away with in life. Yeah. Like, but like the fact that you didn't get the Shopkins, it's like you want a Nuremberg trial because <laughs> you didn't get blind box. It's like, oh my God, honey! Like, keep your powder dry. But no, you're right. But I mean, to go back to the Dropbox guy, and again, I'm sorry I even linked to it. That's a silly article, but it's a. I think, I think it's a really good point, and it's it's just. And again, this is like day one, back to work stuff. But like, you know, there's something so dispiriting about being inside a team where one person or one group feels like they are being treated or suffered fundamentally differently than everybody else like everybody else has to be here at eight o'clock like i get a i get a note in my mailbox if i'm not here at eight o'clock yeah like i get the talk i get the hr call like if i don't do this thing meanwhile you come wheeling up in your jag whenever it suits you and like that's okay because you're salesman of the month like that kind of thing used to really grind my gears Mm. seven lamps nobody needs seven lamps seven lamps (sniffs) I want to get more of them uh Marlon. How's Captain Marlon? How how, how uh, <sharp inhale> I miss Dave. How am I going to get more trigger i on a bus driver? <sharp inhale> Captain Marlon, I got I got to tell you buddy. How how
1: I'm going to get one of them 30s. Have you ever looked him up?
0: No, I'm scared to. So scared he's probably dead.
1: No. Probably- was he that much older?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. He was a marketing professional.
0: They're all old. Oh. Old soul, Dan. Uh, do me a uh, do me a uh, solid and tell me about something else that you like. How
1: about Zip Recruiter? Since we're talking about your old your old boss,
0: are you sick of your employees? Do you find it hard to replace them? Are you hiring? Are you
1: hiring? Are you, sir? Are you hiring, sir? Well. If you are hiring, you're in this tough situation because – It's a hard road to hoe. It really is. You don't know where to post your job and how to find the best candidates. And I've been through this. I think a lot of people have been through this. And it's especially important when uh, when you're in a small company because time really is money. But even with a larger company – and you're trying to maybe you're hiring a few people, trying to deal with all of these job sites that are out there, not knowing which one is is the good one, which one is the right one, not knowing which one will return, and then having to manage that process of all of these different uh, different job boards out. It's 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 insane. Well, ZipRecruiter they help you with this, and unlike other job sites, they don't depend on candidates finding you. ZipRecruiter finds. Them, In fact, over 80% of the jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just uh, 24 hours, which is pretty amazing. You don't have to juggle emails. You have to worry about calls to the office. You can screen, and then you can rate, and you can manage all of the candidates in one place inside the ZipRecruiter's dashboard, which is amazing. Uh, you can find out why so many businesses are checking out ZipRecruiter for all kinds of jobs, businesses of all sizes, uh, and getting really good results, you can post your jobs on ZipRecruiter for free if you go to this special URL they've made for us. ZipRecruiter.com slash back to work. One word. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash back to work. You will get a free try on there, and that's a, that's a pretty good thing. So if you're looking to hire someone and you want to make the whole thing easy, ZipRecruiter, go check them out. Thanks! to ZipRecruiter for supporting 5x5 five five and back to work with Merlin Mann.
0: Damn Benjamin, Bok Bok. They should give you a scale.
1: I guess you're probably not supposed to weigh your potential employees. What if that was part of the interview process? Just listen, I want you to step on this scale. You either weigh 10 pounds or you don't. Mm-hmm.
0: We have a position to fill. Got a 10-pound scale. Oh, no, I'm looking at pictures from Monty Python. Can you oh, lift? Can nice The so.
1: test is can you lift a 10-pound scale? Do
0: you even lift? you lift the scale? Because <laughs> now you're going to be the king of England. <laughs> Strange women lying around in ponds distributing swords is the no basis for a system of government. There you go. My daughter watches that now. Really? Yeah, best. you were saying that. Every night we watch right before bedtime her sneaky video. Yeah, she has sneaky videos We're after she's gone to bed and then she sneaks on.
1: she's like, we just watch one more. And I'm like, yeah, fine. See, we're, we're back on Futurama now. Oh, that's, we're not allowed to watch that. No, I know why, uh, but... It's got too much, it's got too much sexy talking. There's suggestive uh, things in it, but we, my son had uh, put this on. My daughter, she doesn't understand the the innuendos. I don't know if my son does either, but uh, they're, they had burnt out on it. They'd watched every episode many, many times and it just, it was just gone. It was just gone. And all of a sudden now, uh, I think they took some of the seasons off of Netflix and my son somehow saw that seasons were missing. And now I heard about this. He's yeah, Alex is
0: like, telling me about this. He says people are mad. Binge yeah.
1: watching the remaining seasons in fear that they too will be taken away. <laughs> so all that's Just on like, now 24 7 is bender, if they, bender, 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 bender. I'm bender, back, baby. If,
0: if they discontinue these ding dongs, <laughs> I'll be sad. I have to eat them all. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> I watched my daughter my daughter. There's a there's an episode of Adventure Time that I've somehow never seen that my daughter is constantly begging me, please, you've got to come watch it. She's like, I've watched this episode three times and it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I was in the other room uh, doing, some, uh, doing some podcast uh, worky things and she goes, would you please come watch this with me? And I said, of course, I will come watch this with you. And she said, I want you to watch King Worm. King and Worm. I, and I said, oh yeah, right, that's that one you always want to watch. She's like this is the strangest thing I've ever seen. And I really want you to watch it. And it was so good. Have you ever seen King Worm?
1: I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that King. I mean, it's
0: not too much of a spoiler. Basically Finn, it, you know, it opens up and like everything is obviously very strange. Like there's a shot of the big banana guards. And then we shoot back to the banana guards. They're upside down and their feet are in the air. And then like something has multiple mouths on it. And you start to realize that Finn is inside of a dream oh. and Jake is inside of his own dream. And they're interacting with each other in their different dreams. And it is so benane. I really recommend uh King Worm.
1: This it's, is a eighteenth episode of the fourth season of Adventure Time.
0: Yeah, it's been around for a while. She's seen it like three times. I'll have to tune into that one. I saw on the Tumblr today that Adventure Time will be back next week with a new arc. Oh great. I'm excited.
1: Oh, I'm looking at a picture of King Worm right now. He's huge. Look at the tiny little crown. Oh, so cute. Eh, she watched Brave again the other day. Still
0: not a giant giant fan of Brave, but like it's better than I remember. And oh, man, the queen, when she's walking around, she's got her crown on. It's so cute. That's she's a cute. bear. I love the bear. Have, oh, you, so have you
1: seen Moana? Moana.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's on streaming now, I
1: believe. Yeah, it is. And my daughter has that thing on uh, as much yeah, as she Yeah, we've
0: got can. that on the list. We've got a list of, for rec, rec- diffs that so we want to talk about what we call dad movies. And like that's, that's, a, that's a total dad movie. I, I think that's a very, very good movie.
1: I do too. I really like it. I've never sat down and seen it from beginning to end, but I have seen the whole thing just broken up.
0: Oh, it's good. Rock, Rock the Dwayne
1: Johnson is really good in that. I love him now. Oh, he's fine. He's going to run for president. I'm <laughs> very. I'm very curious to see that happen. He's registered as an here's independent my, now.
0: Here's, here's my hot tip: Rock the Wayne uh, Johnson. Uh, don't use email. <laughs> Inbox zero. Inbox zero.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So now we get to the point that we call the smaller smot. Uh, do you want to talk about the recent film, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man
1: Homecoming.
0: Homecoming? I don't have that much to say about it. It's very penetrating. Are but, we going uh, to
1: be spoiling it? Or are Well, we here's what I've learned.
0: Here's what I've learned. So uh, this is what we do on Reconcilable Differences, a program I do at John Siracusa, Uh if I may. Here's my suggestion. Dan and I are now going to talk freely but not in an overtly spoilery way about the recent movie Spider-Man Homecoming. If you have not seen the movie, please, and you want to see the movie, go and see the movie. Don't listen to this part. Now here's my assurance. This is the John Syracuse Guarantee. Is from now on through the end of the show, we swear we're not going to talk about anything funny or interesting that's not this. You will not be missing out on anything, and we will strive not to spoil it, but I have come to believe – I've come around to the idea that, to quote John, anything can be a spoiler. Right. So yes, now you know that there is a Spider-Man and a homecoming in this and a colon. So you're already a little spoiled. But uh, can I go ahead and fire off the uh, spoiler horn?
1: Uh, well, before we do, should we do like our last sponsor to squeeze it in so that oh, in case God, people yes. leave?
0: I'm so – dude, I am – I'm so pumped about this sponsor this week.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like we, we got to oh, and my wife just my wife just replied and said two hundred dollars. That's the lawn. That's the lawn a month. How is it once a week? Yeah, at least once a week. It seems like they're so always fifty
0: dollars per mowing. That's amazing.
1: It's a racket, it is what it is. That's a racket, free estimate. I used to I used to do it all myself too. Mm. And you know when what, you're the, the, younger man, this is less than we used to pay. We used to have another place that did it that charged more. And here's what's nice about this guy is he only in the in the in the winter time when he doesn't come out he doesn't charge you for it. Oh, that's nice. The other place insisted on charging you even when they didn't come out in the winter. You when get, nothing you've grows. got a
0: lawn retainer?
1: That's what? Yes, that's what we had.
0: We got like lawn lawyers? That's ridiculous. <laughs> we uh, we haven't received Mr. Benjamin, damn uh, Dan Benjamin. We have not received your payment for your lawn retainer. <laughs> We have to charge for the times we mow the lawn and then we have to charge for the times we don't mow the lawn. It's like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Give me a break. Dan, tell me about our third and final sponsor because I uh, bring the ruckets because I am super excited about this. This is sponsor.
1: this is Eero. Eero! La 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 la. Eero has some cool new stuff out. So for people who don't know what Eero is, these are the folks that uh I, I guess in yeah, here, February of 2016. They launched the Eero Home Wi-Fi system, and they introduced the concept of multiple access points placed throughout a house. I think they were really the first folks to do this, uh, at least the first folks to do it in such a nice way. And instead of having one single base point that tries to reach all the sides of your house, all the different rooms of your house, and and fails, they came out with a much, much better system, what what they call Mesh. Wi-Fi that allowed you to plug one base station in and then you could plug these other little stations in around different parts of your house and you get perfect Wi-Fi throughout the whole entire house so that you get super fast speeds in every part of the house. There's no dead zones, none of that stuff. Well, it's been a while since it came out with the first system and they have a brand new second generation system that has come out and they even have this little thing called the beacon, which I'll tell you about in a second, but it allows you to put together a system that is perfectly tailored to your house, to your home, to your space than ever before. And uh, it's, they continue to make what I think is just outstanding packaging. Uh, The fit and finish on these, especially this Gen 2 is just beautiful. They even have a note in here that they are they're talking about their manufacturing process where they reject any cosmetic defect Larger than the tip of a needle. This is... I'm just reading this. this oh, come they, on. This is what they say.
0: Ah, uh, damn. But really? it looks
1: really good. Go look at your heroes and tell me... I look you at them all the flow.
0: time. It's got a nightlight.
1: <laughs> it does have a nightlight. So now... Oh, my God. I love the nightlight. The second generation has a third uh, 5 gigahertz radio that has... So it's tri-band. It's twice as fast as the old one. You can do more simultaneously in every room of your home and... Uh, they have this new thing called the beacon. I feel like you want to talk about the beacon, or I can talk about the beacon. Um, I don't know that term of art. That's the it, little is this guy. The new, That's is this the, the new little add-on boy. Yes, the little add-on. The little boy. Yeah. All right, because so you got you got fat man, and then you got fat little man, boy. little boy. Yeah.
0: Here's here's the disclosure. Um, I open my door. Don't be creepy. And guess what? Boom! Wrapped in like a like a present. <laughs> it was I gift received, wrapped. It was gift wrapped. I know. Like a present. I open it up. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> and I opened it and um, there was actually peanut brittle and a snake came out. No. <laughs> and, and I, I – hero. <laughs> so I open it up. And I open it up and Jiminy Christmas, guess what? It's some heroes. Yeah. here's the thing. And this is how dumb I am. I got this – they sent me one last time. They were sponsored. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, the directives. Yeah. Uh, and I, I tried it. I liked it. It took maybe 16 minutes end-to-end to set up. I loved it. This is the old one, the original. Very clever. Um, but the thing was, I had to go back because I was still cleft to what I imagine I needed from the Apple ecosystem. Oh, what would I do without Back to My Mac and Time Machine and this printer thing? And you know what? I Finally, I was, it, this is so freaking funny. I was considering going and signing on the line, which is dotted, and actually buying this with my own money. Boom. Because I, I, I want the new boy. Guess what shows up? I don't know why. I don't know why, but I got I got Eros at my house. And you know what I did? I said, that's it. This is a sign. The universe is trying to tell me something. <laughs> this is the secret manifesting itself to me. Bees. And so I open it up, and you know what I did? I am now all in on the Eero lifestyle. Dan, check your messages. I'm Here's looking. the thing. So you get, you get a unit, and you get these two other little units. You go and you plug in the unit. You put it on your internet. You turn everything off. You turn it back on. And now guess what? You got an app. You got an app. You authenticate. You go in. And now you're setting up your network. Here's the thing, life hack, give it the in my case I gave it the same name as my old network so stuff will
1: continue to work with the same password. Right. That's a <laughs> huge tip right there.
0: It can yeah, like I've got a lot of devices so like I didn't want to put my whole family through like the, re, the redoing of the Ugh. Wi-Fi but if you if you have I'll say here's life hack 2, if you have an extraordinarily crappy password on your existing one and have been avoiding changing it, this is a good time if you're starting completely fresh. Anyway, uh, long story short, too late. You, you plug this in. Then you take the other boy over here. You plug it into the wall like a gentleman. And guess what? It Now you've extended it to that area. You do another one third place. I am way over meshed in my house. Oh, yeah. I, am, I am loving it. And here's the word. This is not a sexy word, even though this is a pretty sexy device. Solid. Mm. It is solid. It used to be I could stand next to the airport, run a speed test, and get like 134 down great, yeah. but I go into the master bedroom over by the fireplace area, meh, 16, and now it is solid. I am getting solid. It's all named the same um, access point name, so it knows when to pass you off to other places. It is solid as hell, and it has a totally sweet app. Did you look at my messages?
1: Yes, I'm looking at them right now. This is how I party. This
0: is how I party on a Friday
1: night. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so you can use you can use emoji for the names. Oh, did I mention all of the devices on your network are in there, so you can go in and see. Now, in this case, I have cannily named or renamed all of them to a, a, you know, you get you get the MAC address, you get the IP address, but you have the ability to see everything that's on your network, which also means you can make sure there's not stuff on your network you don't want on your network, because guess what? You can block stuff. Right. So I had one thing show up I didn't recognize at all, and it seemed kind of weird, and so I blocked that and if ever, something ever doesn't work, I know where to go to unblock it. But then you can also have profiles. So you can go and say, for this particular dingus, apply the name of child profile. And now guess what? You get you a little content management dingus right. where you can go in and say, like you can't use this after a certain time and stuff like that. This is a terrific system. If, you just, if you're tired of fiddling with this stuff and you want solid Wi-Fi throughout the house, this is, this is an easy road to hoe.
1: I totally agree and it really really is cool. Um they have come up with so much to just make this easy. The app is really really great. And you can if you have trouble, they've got Wi-Fi experts basically just sitting around waiting waiting for you to call. You can get you can get a hold of them within 30 seconds. Mm. And they'll help you figure it out. I have not had to make use of that. I should try, probably try it out and just you know pretend I don't know what's going on. But their stuff is so easy to set up. Uh they've got WPA2 encryption. Uh, automatic updates that happen and they, they happen on their own so you know that you're always got the latest, greatest software and patches and security optimizations and everything is right there. Couldn't make it easier. This is the way to go. I mean, this is this is really the way to go. This is the future. And uh, here's a special, special deal. You can get free overnight shipping, which is nice, at <laughs> eero.com. That's two E's. E-E-R-O e e r o eero dot com, you select overnight shipping, and first you'll see a little charge coming, in. you're like, wait a minute, they said there wasn't going to be a charge. That's right. You have to enter back to work in the mm-hmm. in the promo code that will make it free overnight shipping. You'll have your euro the next day. You'll be up and running in uh, in a quick sixteen minutes, according to Merlin. So.
0: Yeah, and I – well, I'm a fiddler. I like to fiddle. I like to go in and do all
1: the uh You're finally in control, Merlin, with this I'm in thing. control. You're, you know what's going on in your own
0: network. I, I'm, running, I'm running a speed test right now because it will run it for you I, from this little iOS app. Yeah. I'm now going to see in a second. It's at, back at my house where I live with my family where my children play with their toys. 136 down, 12 up. Boom. Your internet is super fast. It congratulates me, disappointedly. (laughs) Stream 4K videos, video chat, and play games at the same time on multiple devices. Boom. Mm, You know what, you guys? I don't like to ask this too often, but this is a good sponsor. Please go and visit that site. Dan, Dan, hit him up again with that URL.
1: Yeah, it is Eero, E-E-R-O, Eero.com.
0: Yeah, yeah. See if that's going to be right for you. Uh, and that, thank you very much to to Euro for sponsoring the show and for sending it uh, to this. I've got you see I've got some emoji here. Yep. I got a little PlayStation dingus. I uh, I wasn't sure. I got movie cameras for cameras. I got Apple watches for watches. I got TV for Apple TV. Hmm. It's a good. That's a. That's a good company. Thank you to Euro for supporting. Thank 5x5. To back to work. King Worm. The series follows the adventures of Finn, a human boy, and his best friend and adopted brother jake a dog with magical powers in this episode finn and jake find themselves trapped in their own subconscious by the king worm voiced by eric estrada have i tickled your buying bone for the episode called king worm yeah i want to get it all right let's talk about
1: okay blow the horn me um spider-man homecoming what a
0: piece of crap (laughs) (laughs)
1: did
0: i get you with that one yeah you did yeah,
1: you really did.
0: I have nothing smart to say about this. I just well, thoroughly <clears throat> enjoyed it. I have a lot to say about it.
1: And okay, go. It's your show. As as you know, I am a lifelong Spider Man fan. He's always been and, my and favorite. another
0: great example of something a kid always remembers. Every time you come up, my daughter says, "Is he the one who put all of his Spider Man comics on the street?" I said, "Yes." After the Doc Ock mind swap, yes. Dan 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 said he's going to throw away every Spider-Man comic he has. Right. She she still remembers that. I'm glad. Is it your favorite, you think, like historically?
1: Yes. Okay. And so, of course, I was a little apprehensive. Well, when I saw Tom Holland and Peter Parker Spider-Man in uh, the Avengers Civil or Captain America Civil War, Mm -hmm. uh, I was, you know, the first clip I saw of it, I'm like, Costume, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know what the thing is with the eyes. Seeing him in the movie though uh made me a convert and made me very excited about this movie coming out because it seemed like maybe they had finally found a great Peter Parker in Tom Holland. And the biggest You can't
0: have a great Spider Man without a great Peter Parker. Peter can't. Parker is
1: Spider Man. Yes. And I always felt like Like, for example, I thought Tobey Maguire was a was pretty good at both. And I did enjoy the first two of those movies. I thought Andrew Garfield uh, was the the most wrong Peter Parker and Spider-Man I'd ever seen. So I knew they wouldn't. There was almost impossible to be worse than those movies. But this was just great. And what I, I commend them for completely skipping over all of the origin story part of it. That was just genius on their part. They didn't waste any time with it. They didn't, they just were like, okay, you know, he's Spider-Man. He's still figuring things out. And, uh, is it a spoiler to mention how the movie starts? No, I think, I think you, you got to mention it.
0: Well, I, I see. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but like it begins in situ through what's essentially a flashback, right? But it's a flashback from the POV of Peter Parker as Spider-Man. And there is so much, I don't want to say world building, character building. You get, I had—I I was so thrilled and giggling. I was cackling and giggling with laughter at how great Tom Holland was as like super excited Peter Parker getting to be Spider-Man with the Avengers. Right. And the way it, it's so, I don't want to spoil it, but it's so fun. And its I thought it was so well done. What a great way to kick you into this and congratulations to marvel and sony for being able to like mostly avoid making this a dumb thing that right. was a big turf war like you know, obviously it's a sony is it is it is it primarily a marvel movie
1: with well, sony material like what's the official it's officially a marvel movie right i, I thought so when uh, the movie started it had the sony logo come up and then the marvel intro playing the spider-man music so i I don't know how they split this thing up. I'm very curious to learn more about it. This, I'm sure somebody. I think it's
0: technically a Marvel, but like they were able to use material from a different Marvel movie in it, and it was extremely effective.
1: Yes, I it was wonderful, and the whole movie was just so well done. The acting in it was great. Um, he was so good. He is amazing. He's. I think he was 19 years old when they uh, when he filmed it, uh, and playing a 15 year old character i thought that was believable he pulls that off apparently he's got a dance background i think he did ballet
0: he was in um was it billy elliott no what's the name of yeah that movie?
1: something like yeah i know what you're talking about um i think he was in a stage production of that as a kid but he can he can I dance in the and videos
0: that, of him like the parkour he can just pull off yes, like just walking around yes he's dynamite yeah, he's, he's he's so cute. He's even a little bit spotty. Yeah. like the way they do him up. Like the kids in this movie are such kids. I mean, obviously they're a little older than you know, right? High school age, but yeah, he's he's so good, and he's got just. But you know, it's it, it has that nice balance of, like it, it doesn't go too far into the dark. Oh, Uncle Ben right. stuff. It, do, it doesn't go into that stuff, but like the all pretty much all of the weight on his shoulders in this is earned on screen. Which I, I, I loved. You know what I mean? All of the like, oh, that's on me kind of stuff. You know, there's always that superhero theme of like, what it would be like to actually be a superhero in the world where the things that you do and break have consequences for people. Right. I thought that was so well handled.
1: I did too. I really enjoyed the whole, just the whole uh, movie was a lot of fun. And the the way that they integrated it, as you mentioned, the way that they had um, Tony Stark and Iron Man and and sort of you know, the, well, he, I don't want to spoil anything about the suit, but there's some interesting trivia there. Um, can we talk about that suit? Do you think the, the special one? Yeah. Not the, not the super special one, just the special one that Tony gives him. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there is, uh, he Okay, Seriously. If you're still listening and haven't seen it, just go see the freaking movie. Yeah. Seriously. Stop now. Um, so, Peter Parker is given a Spider-Man suit by none other than Tony Stark, and it is full of really great gadgetry.
0: Well, yeah, and but just just to start, it's a cool suit. It's a right? great he suit. He puts it on like it sucks onto him, and it it's got some neat stuff in it, right? I mean, before we get to the yeah that version, right? Yes, before his buddy starts hacking on. Is that right. is that guy? Was that was it? um, Uh what's it called ultimate is it ultimate Spider-Man? now this or is something uh,
1: yes he is based on i think you said i've never i've read his name i've never said it out loud i think it's Gunk ganky g-a-n-k-e uh so miles morales in the ultimate spider-man which is now just the spider-man title in the main marvel universe um miles morales has a best friend slash kind of sidekick type person uh who fellow ne-
0: fellow nerd fellow
1: nerd who is essentially this character? I mean, he—that's—he has a different name in in the movie, but it's essentially him. And I thought they did an amazing job of bringing that to the screen. I always liked that character in the the,
0: casting and the performance. Yeah, are so perfect. It, that guy.
1: Everyone was great. Everyone was great in this, and um, you know, they didn't overdo it. They didn't, you know, because it's it. They just. Everything was right, everything was right in this movie anyway the what's-
0: tone the, the the tone was so good I mean it really helps a lot that that kid was uh tom holland yeah it, it was is I thought he was just so terrific for the role, down to the like the squeaky voice and everything but the the tone of the movie was just really good as as lots of people have talked about um this is third hand, but supposedly directors very much wanted to capture kind of a breakfast or a um, John Hughes vibe. Yes. Like maybe breakfast club in particular, but like that it is a movie about being in high school that happens to be about a kid who's a superhero.
1: Yeah. And there was a wonderful uh, Ferris Bueller Easter egg in the movie. Did you catch it? Mm-hmm. Should I, I think so? Should I say yeah. it? Yeah. Why? Okay. So you remember the scene where he, he is at the party and he sees the explosion and he's running uh, to try and catch the van And so he's running through people's backyards. Right. And it is very Ah. reminiscent of the scene in Ferris Bueller. When Ferris is running to get home. And he actually runs through someone's uh, backyard and they're watching... That scene in Ferris Bueller oh, on the TV. That, I uh-huh. caught the
0: connection, but you're right. Okay. I mean, I, I saw that and thought that's funny, but no, yes, that's yeah, funny.
1: Yeah. So they really did pull from that in, in a very, very good way. And this really was, if, if you took the superpower part out of this movie, it would be a John Hughes film in a lot of ways, wouldn't it?
0: It would. Really good. It would. I mean, it's not, this is not Citizen Kane. It's like, there's all kinds of things that like, if this were a different movie, could have been done better, but it's not a different movie. Right. It's a Marvel superhero movie. Right. And for, take it on its terms. Let's Roger Ebert this stuff. Like, did this film achieve what it sought out to do? I say yes, with flying colors. Yeah, me too. You know, it's, it's not a pamphlet and it's not the Bicycle Thieves. Like, it's a superhero movie. And I thought, I don't know, up there with maybe Iron, the first Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy... Just up there in terms of like, my goodness, what a what a delightful, fun thing to watch from beginning to end. Totally agree. Also, though, I don't think that's how boats work. No. I got some problems with the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like, even like Wonder Woman, which I loved, I loved, I loved. I know it's, it's become somewhat popular to bash on Wonder Woman, but like, I, I love Wonder Woman, but like the third act of Wonder Woman was just like, oh, so Zack Snyder. Like, so much hitting each other with things. Yeah, I haven't, still oh, haven't, yeah, seen, been it. Still haven't seen it. talked about Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is so good in this. I loved
1: him. Loved him in
0: this. Loved him in this. Um, great cast, fun music, great, great music. Um, I mean, what do you say? Like, go see it. It's really good. Yeah,
1: go see it. Go see it. Uh, you know, one thing that was interesting, um, I thought that, you know, I'm uh I always want them to accurately portray Spider Man's powers. In the movie, and I found that either he's, usually he's he's way underpowered in some ways and way overpowered in other ways. And in this one, I thought they did a really, really good job of showing that here's a kid who all of a sudden has these spider powers, and... He he pretty much knows what he can do but there are some things that he's still figuring out. He's not perfect. Right. He's still learn he's still learning how to swing around on webs. Like he can do it and and it's pretty amazing but he's it's not perfect every time. And I thought they did a really good job of of explaining that without making it goofy or overdone or overacted. He was just very it was very effective. And so uh, I, I appreciated that. I appreciated the way they do it. One of the powers that they really didn't address in any way uh, was, which has always got sort of top billing as far as powers go. In in usually overly explanatory extended sequences in mm-hmm. other movies is a spider sense.
0: Well, I got I got beef. What do you got? I got beef on that. What's what the kid's got? name? What's his What's his buddy's name? Oh, in the I'm movie, to look here was in it the Ned? Is it Ned? Is that right? Ted? No, no, Ned. Ned. Uh when Peter sneaks into the room and he's crawling across the ceiling. Yeah. And he goes over and does the cool thing with closing the door. Yeah. Did that set off alarm bells for you? Yeah, a little bit. Set off huge alarm bells for me. Because it was obviously a setup to, oh, he's gonna turn around and somebody's gonna be in the room.
1: Yeah. Am I am I being that guy? No, I don't think so. I mean, if you want to find something to nitpick, that would be that would be a good thing. Because
0: too. in addition, you tell me, you're the pro on Spider-Man, but, in, but, but the thing that makes his particular strength, he has the proportionate strength and agility of a spider. Right. But the thing that makes his powers, you know, like geometrically, makes his strength, for example, and speed so much more effective is his spider sense. Yeah. And the his spide- his spidey sense is he has its, I don't know, I'm kind of interested in these sorts of characters. He, he can tell somehow that something is up or something is about to happen and because of his speed and agility, he can do things like avoid... a His avoiding a punch is not simply because of his agility. It's also because of his spidey sense, right? I mean, yeah. am, I, am I cutting not this too thin? No, that
1: is absolutely correct.
0: I think he would... I think Peter Parker would know if his large friend with a Death Star was on his bunk bed when he walked into our room.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And, uh, you know, what they're... I think that that was definitely a cute scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think it was it, it was effective in what it wanted to do. But and they that, didn't.
0: They haven't canonized Spidey sense in this in these movies. No. to where in the same way as climbing walls, for
1: example. <clears throat> Correct. I mean, it, we know he climbs walls. We know that he's fairly strong and uh, resistant to getting hurt too easily. The one scene where someone, uh, some of the thugs in the beginning were throwing punches, and he was just sort of. Dodging them nonchalantly and and never, you know, that that was the closest, but it didn't seem like it was a spider sense as much no, as it just was. it seemed like a speed and agility. He's just much faster, right? Yeah, exactly right. Um, And, and so I, I feel like that's something that, be, and I'm not sure why they did that. I'm not sure if that was an intentional decision to not show the spider sense because in having a spider sense makes him in many ways not invulnerable because he certainly can get hurt and does get hurt in the comics quite a bit right but he heals but he heals and it's it's one of those things that maybe takes a little bit of the fun out of it if you if you know that it's essentially impossible for him to be taken by surprise or hurt or anything like that um right You know, so my idea is that maybe he's still developing that power or they just didn't go into it because there wasn't. But yeah, no one's going to take no one can take Spider-Man by surprise, according to the comic book canon. But maybe they've changed it a little bit. There were other things that were different. So maybe maybe they've changed that a little bit for the movie. Maybe they feel that he doesn't need that or that that's uh, something they're trying to downplay. I don't know.
0: There are a few things in the movie, several things that gave me a genuine thrill. Uh, I was not on full media blackout for this, but I was on a pretty good media blackout for this. So I you know, I wasn't ready to go in and like I didn't know about the twist. Right. And I didn't know about the references. And you tell me if this is headcanon, but when he when the building comes down on him, mm-hmm. And he's trying to get out. Mm -hmm. That's a reference,
1: right? Oh yeah. uh, For, um, Spider-Man 33, 30. Yeah. 31 through 33 is that particular arc, but yeah, final chapter. Yeah.
0: But like even down to that Jack Kirby looking, yes, like big yellow bolt thing. Yeah. It's like one of the famous early Spider-Man, early-ish Spider-Man, this is February 66, when Spider-Man, like the, what is it, like a bridge or like the thing collapses on it. Yeah. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't get out of here. Right. And he talks and he psychs himself into doing it. And the kid in the movie is, he's crying. Yeah. He's weeping. He's sobbing. He's giving up. And that's so work for me. But first of all, I was was like, the I was best part to- of the
1: movie. I
0: embarrassed my daughter so hard. I turned and she's sitting there eating popcorn out of her Spider-Man head. And I go, oh my God, oh my God, this, this, this is a reference. This is a reference to one of the early, he doesn't even get out, but he's going to be able to get out. And I was like, I was practically crying with him. Yeah. I was so excited. It's I such was a, too. Because that's, back to your point though, about like, no, he's not indestructible. And he's not all knowing. It's not like Thor. Like right. he can't fall off a planet and land and dust himself self off. Right. Like he's, he's vulnerable. Yeah, he's the know? most
1: human of, of heroes, I would say.
0: so good the final chapter February 1966 he's trapped by tons of iron and finds him uh, finds it in himself to raise the giant mechanism trapping him to rid himself of guilt given by uncle remember Uncle Ben talks to him Do you remember Mm that Mm mm-hmm Oh, uh, that works so well in the comics and so poorly in the movies. yes <laughs> Just, and, like, it gets so beaten to death in the movies. I like, get it. I know. It's so effective though. It's also really good in. It's good in the original and it's good in Ultimate. Um, where like you know we it goes on like the David Letterman show or whatever. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Does it, is that is that in Ultimate? I think it's
1: Ultimate. Yeah.
0: Ultimate Spider Man is good.
1: Yeah, really good. But, the first the first arc of that. Um. Before was Miles, I, I I yeah I enjoy Miles and the Miles storyline a lot. But that first Bendis arc uh, of of far as Spider Man origin stories, like I've known people. Um, actually, you know what? I, I, come to think of it, the guy who runs Austin Books and Comics here, I was talking to him about it, and we were talking about that, and he said, you know, that's he's like that was a storyline that for him, like, really brought him back into comics, like that one storyline. If you're if you're thinking you want to read some so
0: is ultimate comics spider-man
1: right yes um there was ultimate spider-man and then they changed it to ultimate Ultimate spider-man
0: ultimate fantastic four i never read i never read the ultimate avengers which i guess is mainly what the movie is based on but those are those are good comics they're really having the opportunity to start over and tell it in this really streamlined way
1: so good yep
0: um you go see this movie it's really fun I'm trying to think anything scary in it. Not too much too scary. Great performances. Yeah, I mean what are you going to say? People are going to see it or not see it. But but you know, just an old thing for us Dan is like, you know, there's ways to do Spider-Man that can be very entertaining. Mm. Spider-Man as like successful entrepreneur with lab. Like that that can be fun. But like Spider-Man as kid who is poor and working
1: it out will always be a fun spider-man i agree me. i agree and he's supposed to be a high school student
0: yes yeah exactly he's supposed to be all weird <laughs>
1: <sighs> that's a good movie yeah well, i think we did it i did i think so anything else you've seen lately you like no uh, this this weekend is apes though
0: oh my god that trailer <gasps> <I know. gasps> That it was very upsetting it is upsetting. oh my goodness it's very upsetting i don't like kid things no. Kid things upset me, but it looks really good. Me too. I think that's a good-looking orangutan. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Andy Circus man, he's got the eye of the monkey.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. He's very good. The
0: eye of the monkey circus. Don't you go and urcus I'll shoot at your people. This is what we call a blah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excellent! Excellent! What' up? Yeah, I love you. I love you too, Marla, man. <laughs> <laughs>